The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Well, I know Dominic Carter spent a great deal of time talking about this, and I'm not really sure what I can add, but I have to comment on this and register my disappointment and displeasure. By now you've heard that Governor Kathy Hochul signed a bill yesterday to create a commission to study reparations for slavery in New York. Here was Governor Hochul. In a few minutes... I'll sign a bill authorizing the creation of a community commission to study the history of slavery in New York State. We'll study various forms of reparations and how we can help right the wrongs of the past. Both State Senate Majority Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins and Assembly Speaker Carl Hasty attended the bill signing ceremony as well as Al Sharpton. Well, this bill is following California's example. It creates a nine-member community commission to study the history of slavery in New York and make recommendations about how the state can compensate impacted people. The ceremony took place at the New York Historical Society, and there's no telling where this will end. I wish Governor Hochul had had a detailed discussion with Governor Gavin Newsom of California about this. They were the first state to go forward with this. I believe New York is the third. And I think Newsom absolutely regrets this because this reparations commission that he came up with, they came up with recommendations that were from another planet and that would absolutely not be feasible. And I guarantee you this is going to be the same thing. Now, this particular bill survived a blanket veto by the governor last month when she rejected 32 other bills, creating task forces and commissions, citing budget concerns. This is not only going to be a budgetary problem, this is only going to inflame racial tensions in New York. I want to remind you that I'm a taxpayer of the state of New York. I pay a fair amount in taxes, as I'm sure you do if you're a resident or somebody that works in the state of New York. Slavery was abolished in New York State in the 1820s. No one that I am related to lived in New York State in the 1820s. No one that I have ever been related to had slaves in New York or elsewhere. How is it even remotely just to have me as a taxpayer pay for the sins of people that did this 200 years ago that I am not at all related to. This is unjust, and to me, this sets back racial tensions rather than diminishes them. Big disappointment by Governor Hochul. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. It's no secret that people are still very interested in what's happening in the Middle East with this Israel-Hamas war. And a lot of educators, including in New York City public schools, are struggling with how to teach this. Well, one thing that would be helpful is if teachers are teaching about current events that they actually understood what was happening. That's why what happened in New York City so recently was disappointing. 51 top New York City Department of Education officials were invited to watch footage of the October 7th atrocities committed by Hamas to better understand the Jewish plight. 
but none, according to the New York Post article on this this weekend, responded or attended. Schools Chancellor David Banks was invited, his deputies, superintendents, several UFT representatives. They were first invited to the screening at the Israeli consulate by embassy volunteers on December 5th, and then two days later by the New York City Parents Alliance. The parent group, which represents Jewish families mostly from specialized high schools, sent a letter urging the DOE officials to attend. And wouldn't you know it, besides a few automatic out-of-office replies, not a single response was received. Volunteers with the Israeli consulate have been organizing the screenings in the Big Apple with the latest held on Thursday for academics, including the staff from Columbia University, NYU, Cooper Union, and CUNY. And the footage includes gruesome Hamas body camera footage of the slaughter of 1,200 Israelis. And this is a major attack in world history, an attack that launched the Jewish state's war with the Gaza Strip. I really do think it's terrible that none of these education officials agreed to this screening. And I'm not sure what the possible rationale is for not even issuing a polite response back. If you think this is propaganda, well then announce that you're willing to see videos that are put forward by the Palestinians of people losing their homes as a result of Israeli bombs. Fine. But to kind of act like an ostrich and stick your head in the ground, to me, that's an abdication of your responsibility as an educator. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. We spend a lot of time on this program talking about the plight of prisoners and inmates in jails and prisons. And I think it's horrible whenever an inmate or someone in jail is abused in any way or denied their constitutional rights or anything at all. And I've loudly said so. And I've also decried any abuse when it takes place from correction officers to inmates. I think it's just as important, if not more so, to keep in mind what correction officers go through on a daily basis. Nowhere was that more on display than the article that the New York Daily News did on Sunday about correction officer Kristen Lonborg. She is 30 years old and she was working at Rikers Island. She tells the Daily News that she will never forget the expression on the face of this Rikers inmate that attacked her on Saturday, bit her left wrist and then spit on her as she was trapped between cell security doors. She told the Daily News, quote, I've never seen another human being look at someone like that. He had this look in his eyes like you're not getting out of here if you have a pulse. This is a 30-year-old woman, and she was on her post at the West facility Saturday morning when this detainee, Latif Gina, asked for a cup of hot water. So Gina's cell was secured with an outer door and an inner door with a space in between. So she was already aware that she had to be cautious in dealing with this particular inmate, who she said has more than 300 jail incident reports filed against him. But hours before the incident, Gina had been inexplicably removed from security watch, a setup where an officer is tasked to personally monitor a troublesome detainee every 15 minutes and track it 
in a logbook. So she tells the inmate, give me a second, I need you to step behind the inner door, and she does everything by the book. She pulls another officer over to help. The second door closed, and the light turned green, which means it's supposed to be secure. And that's the only reason she says she opened the first door, because there was a green light on the second door. So Lonborg stepped between the two doors to give Gina the water, but it appears the door was not secure and may have malfunctioned, because Gina suddenly ripped it open. Quote, you hear sometimes about mentally ill inmates who suddenly get superhuman strength. His strength came out. He ripped the door open. My partner is standing in the crack of the outer door. This woman is screaming. Gina pulled off Lonborg's body camera and smashed it to the floor. He punched her. He tore at her hair, bit her left wrist, and this poor woman is screaming at him, fighting back with everything that she has. She's fighting for her life, and this guy what had what she described as a look of murder in his eyes. He's shouting, I'm going to effing kill you, you blank. Horrible. I feel awful for this correction officer, but to me, it uh, shines a light on the risks to their own safety and to their lives, quite frankly, that that correction officers at Rikers and elsewhere face every day. And I don't think advocating on behalf of inmates and advocating on behalf of correction officers is in any way contradictory. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Do yourself a favor. Check your wallet, particularly if you had your driver's license renewed during the pandemic. Very interesting story in the city this week. Are you among the nearly 18,000 New Yorkers who had their driver's license suspended last week because of a vision test snafu on december 1st the department of motor vehicles automatically suspended the driver's licenses of people who renewed entirely remotely during the pandemic lockdown and then failed to take a new in-person eyesight test by the deadline so if you're among that group don't put off renewal driving with a suspended license risks up to $500 in fines or up to a month in jail and uh, there is a lot of issues with this eye exam issue and how you can fix it the easiest route is scheduling an exam with a DMV approved provider who will send the results to the DMV directly But check your driver's license because my hunch is a lot of these 18,000 New Yorkers don't know about this. So if you want more information, you can go to the uh, DMV's website, dmv.ny.gov. Look, bureaucratic problems with large state agencies is nothing new. But driving with a suspended license, and I say this as someone who has had his driver's license suspended multiple times, that's no joke. And it could end up being very inconvenient for you if you're arrested and forced to be fined or go to jail. So shame on the DMV for allowing this. I wish they had been more proactive in reaching out to these 18,000 people that were going to be subjected to this suspension before they suspended their license. But the best thing you can do right now, check your license, make sure that you weren't slated to be renewed during the pandemic and make sure you're not affected buy this. Also, I find it helpful that one of the things that the DMV website allows you to do is sign up for alerts that tells you when your driver's license is coming up for renewal and things like that. That can oftentimes help 
remove obstacles like this one. Beam me up! To be continued.